Hey everybody, welcome to Dawson's Darlings. Today we're going to talk about season four, episode seven. You had me at hello. No. Fuck. Sorry. You have me at hello. You still got it wrong. You're missing, you're getting the, another word wrong. But. You had me to hello. <laughs> That's exactly it. Got it. Nailed it. Fucking nailed it. You had me at goodbye. Who's saying goodbye? Yeah, to whom? To whom? The HBO Max episode summary says, an opportunity for time off before college prompts Andy to try bringing everyone together before she goes. She's such a mediator. This episode first aired November 15th, 2000, written by Zach Estrin and Chris Levinson and directed by John Baring. I work with John Baring quite a bit. Oh, anything you want to say? Crafty likes, dislikes, anything? Nice guy. Nice fella. Cold open. We are back in the counselor's office. Uh, Joey and the counselor are talking about her future. Is there anything in this scene that you think I want to immediately talk about? The fact that there's a brand new counselor who we've never met. Nope, absolutely not. Didn't even clock that. I was too distracted by something else. But the last episode where we saw a counselor was Mr. Manmeat all of a sudden. Um, no, this is the same counselor from the, like, quick montage of, like, oh, I don't know what I'm doing. What do you, imdb.com? No, what do you want to talk about? I want to talk about the Rock the Vote poster behind Joey. Oh, yes, of course you do. I did clock that. Yeah. Good job, WB and Rock the Vote, because it, um, so this was, like, a, a thing. Rock the Vote does this not as much anymore, um, but they would do, like, around this time, very subtle, which they must have shot this so far, and then. My only thought is like, mayhaps they thought that this episode would air before the election, because that's where you see more of a push for this kind of stuff. But it's like a conversation with Rock the Vote being like, we want to put this poster up. And then WB being like, yeah, it's your like seven shows that demo in the right low voter turnout area. And so uh, I noticed it and I was like, it's weird that there's a Rock the Vote thing and I can only see like part of the logo. And then for the rest of the time that we are on Joey, there's like, rockthevote.org right you can see the website and everything so good job great job yeah I actually didn't even pay attention to the rest of the episode because I was just like thinking about that you were too busy rocking the vote yeah well I was too busy wearing the people I think it's were oh worrying worrying the people just everyone's worried yeah yeah (laughs) worrying the people (laughs) if you're not worried um What's up, dude? Like, what are you doing these days? <laughs> Worrying the people, Doc. <laughs> Should I? Yeah, buy that. <laughs> yeah, let me just see if it's available. Add it to your roster of all the websites you own. If you think that I'm not going to purchase worryingthepeople.org immediately following this, you're out of your mind and also know me really well, I'll probably forget. Anyway, uh, <laughs> Joey's ahead of the game as far as her applications go, um, for the most part. The only thing she's missing is a peer recommendation from the person who knows her best. Gulp. Ooh, that's not a thing. That was going to be my question because I did not traditionally apply to college. They just were like, can you afford this? And I was like, yeah. And they were like, we'll be in business forever. Come on over. (laughs) (laughs) So is that a thing? I didn't. No one asked me for a a recommendation that my friend wrote me. Maybe. That's. Maybe that's why I didn't get into NYU. Maybe. 
Because if I had someone who knew me really well and was just like my hype girl, they would have been like, this motherfucker's a star and you guys would be insane to not let her in. Yeah, it would have been you. You think that you would not, if this was real and I knew you then, you'd be in fucking any college you wanted. <gasps> oh, you're so great. <laughs> you're so good to me. Same like, to you. you. 20 pages? I could narrow it down to 20 if needed. <laughs> if I had to, I guess. Yeah. The Cliff Notes version. <laughs> With an addendum. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, big gulp. Joey obviously knows her place in this triangle. So she knows that like picking the person who knows her best, even though I think that she knows the answer pretty quickly, is tricky no matter what. So the counselor tells her, just close your eyes, clear your mind and just ask yourself. Who is the person that knows her best? And we'll never know who she picked because we're out of the scene. We cut to the cold open. Paula Cole is the person Paul who F. knows Cole? her. Paula Cole. I wish that Paula Cole was who knew her best. <laughs> Wait, why wouldn't it have been Bess? I guess Bess doesn't really know her that well. I don't think Bess does. Remember, Bess was like, a condom. <laughs> you have a vagina? <laughs> yeah. Whoa, 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 whoa. No. Hold up, back up. <laughs> Are you dating somebody? That's like kind of <laughs> wild. Yeah, I don't think it's best. I think it's Gretchen, honestly. <laughs> yeah, at this point, she's definitely more sisterly, which is like so cute. I know it is really cute. Remember last week when she had her little earrings on her hoops? Her hoops. Go on, Joey. <laughs> Act one, Andy lives. Thank you. Andy, God. yeah, she's. It's what is this like a week later and everyone's still very like you've gotten your color back. Like she was in the hospital for like five minutes. <laughs> everyone chill out. Yeah. No one paid that much attention to me. I was in the ER last weekend for a couple hours and everyone was like, oh, so you're back. And I was like, yeah, do you want to look at my bruises? And they were like, eh. I was texting you and I was like, can I send you something to edit? Like, are you out yet? Can you? Focus on me here. <laughs> Thanks. Can you wrap this shit up for a minute? <laughs> <laughs> I'm fine. I'm fine. I'm fine. No, she's good. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, no, I'm kidding. I am good. I'm good. Don't God worry. Forbid. No, no, I'm good. I'm good. Um, so Andy does live. Uh, she's nervous about going back to school and like everyone's going to talk about what happened at the rave. Obviously. Yeah. It's Cape Side High. If you think this is not the most exciting thing to have happen since the ice house burned down, you're out of your fucking mind. I mean, this is, it's high school, man. People need to talk about stuff like this. Trust me. Yeah. Happened to me a lot. Do you? No, like all my best friends had like a, a traumatic thing happen in high school. And so they were talked about a lot. Oh, God. One traumatic? No, it was like different things for different friends. Oh my God. Yeah. Cool. You want to go name by name and thing item by item? One of my friends, uh, Vic Victoria L. Sh Bolin. She um, stole a condom on a field trip from a store and she got arrested. So everyone talked about her for a while after that. Yeah. Um, is this another, real? Yeah. That's the not name. her real name. No. The name is obviously very real. Yes. The name is what's real. Do you want her social security number also? Would love it. Another one of my best friends um, got very, very drunk and had to get carted out in a gurney from our school dance and had to get her stomach pumped from alcohol poisoning. Also, that happened to another one of my best friends, the alcohol poisoning thing. I come from a very big drinking town. So like drinking was very normal in my life. Still is. Cheers. <laughs> <laughs> what you got there, bud? I had some Chardonnay. Because you know when you open a bottle of wine and like for some reason don't finish it all in one night? Yeah, no, very rare. But I've been trying to like 
have some chill lately. Anyway, so I had it and I was like, it's going to go bad. And like, I can't have that. So I had just finished it. (laughs) I am. This is not an ad, but I'm hoping it will be one day. Uh, You know what I had as I was prepping this episode was Bev. You know about this one? It's like canned wine. It's like a glass and a half worth of wine. It's canned and it's lady, lady wine. As opposed to man wine? Yeah. It's like made by ladies. Oh, we love a lady wine. We do love a lady wine. Um, yeah, I had that as I was getting ready for this episode and it was delicious. What was the flavor? Fruit. White. All right. Okay. Alcohol. I, sorry, I thought it was like, um, I was getting confused with like a seltzer. No, 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 no. It's canned wine. Sure. But it is, um, it's normal wine. It's regular wine. Yeah. Lady I put wine. it in a mug. Obviously. Yeah. You love <laughs> mugs. You love drinking beverages out of mugs. Yeah, I do. I really do. Um, anyway, uh, back to October Road. So uh, Andy's nervous about going back to school. Pacey is there like hanging out with her and he's been bringing her her homework and stuff. And um, she tells him that it's been great. Everyone's been there for her and like checking her temperature and making sure she's got the color back. But everyone needs to stop talking to her and start talking to each other. Yes, the friend group is very fractured at this at this juncture. Yeah, including worst of all is Jack and Jen still not talking. Oh, God, Jack, can you come off of it already? Andy, Andy's like, I'll fix it. And Pacey's like, listen, maybe some people just are not meant to be friends. And I think and I want you to really hear me out on this. Okay, I think he's talking about him and Dawson. All right. If you I mean, I'll. I'll explore the idea. Thank you. Um, and speaking of Doss, he is done painting Mr. Brooks's house. Um, sort of. Mr. Brooks, like you did a shit job. Um, you are technically done. Um, but you do owe me more work based on the damage to my boat. So now you need to whitewash my fence. And eat lunch with me. Yeah. And be my friend. <laughs> no big deal, whatever. Or else. <laughs> uh Dawson's like, no. Like I have college applications to finish my guy yeah like fuck off old man (laughs) what are you what are you old dawson get out of there before he asks you to wash his car with no shirt on that's i'm saying for real next thing you know mr brooks is gonna be like yeah and then bend over and fix my pool in your boxers i um because i know where this mr brooks story goes i did not think about that but it makes complete sense now that I'm really thinking about it that you thought that. Not oh, that yeah. you thought it, but just like an, a, an adult watching this for the first time. Yeah. Also, I'm a pervert, so. <laughs> <laughs> He's got so many excuses to be like, Doss, you're not done yet. You're not done yet, Dawson. Never be done. Tell your mother you're staying at Joey's house. <laughs> Ew. <laughs> It felt too, it felt. Yeah, that one, I don't know why, but that crossed the line. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, wait, him washing his car without a shirt on was fine? I don't know why, but yeah. (laughs) It's the sleepover that's insinuated is like. Well, because he's going to murder him. Oh, I thought they were just going to do butt stuff. (laughs) This episode brought to you by Bev. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm never going to financially recover from this. 
<laughs> the butt stuff really got me good. Uh, you know, as it does. Sure. Uh, then at school, Jen and Jack have a very awkward moment where they like lock eyes, but they are still not talking. So Jack just like a fucking literal scaredy cat just runs off. Like he didn't even know Jack or Jen goes to the school anymore. The way that he leaves so quickly. I like, so hate the way he's handling this. Yeah. This is not normal for him. No, or anyone. It's very immature. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and this also leaves Jen stuck talking to Drew, uh, which sucks big time. And as they are walking in class, Drew's like, um, seeing you, Jen, fight with your friends is that's nice for me. He's the fucking worst. But it's smart of the writers because we do. We It's been a while since we've had a withstanding character who we really hated, who brought a lot of conflict, like Abby Morgan. Yeah, totally. So, so it's sense. good. But still, he sucks. He super sucks. But I think it, as you're saying it now, I'm thinking like it helps kind of let the Dawson Pacey storyline ease up a little bit. Yeah. So we can still have conflict and like some of the someone that we don't like, but these two can kind of cool a little bit, which is yeah. good. The dust yeah. settles on the Pacey and Joey and Dawson triangle. Because yeah. we also like this is not a spoiler. I'm not going to tell you what happens between the three of them, but like we do not need to spend the rest of the season and seasons five and six beyond it watching these three people. Yeah, it's about it's about the creek, not the triangle. Am I right? Got him. Got me. That's for sure. Fucking got him. <laughs> got him. I was able to give away one high five on the stage, too. So, oh, my God. Good. Now, how yeah. many do you have to get? You have some that you'll do a couple of freebies, but you have like a certain number that you absolutely have to right? get rid of. Sure. Yeah, I do. A f I throw out a few few pro bono, as we call it in the biz. And then I have to get through um, 79. Wow. Now, that's an interesting number. Yeah, sure. It's kind of like when they mark something as nine ninety nine, so you're just like, oh my god, it's only nine dollars, but it's really ten dollars. So I'm really giving away eighty high fives, but only seventy nine. So yeah, yeah, sure. <laughs> That's my favorite part of it. <laughs> yeah, sure. Your question makes sense. <laughs> <laughs> um, back out. Hey, anyway, that's the scene I want to talk about anymore. Uh, back at the house, um, at the huge house that Pacey and Gretchen are renting for probably like seven bucks a month, I assume. Huh. Probably. It was the year 2000. Yeah. Last good year. <laughs> um, it's Pacey, Pacey's turn to go grocery shopping and Joey's there like waiting for him. And then he's like, OK, they kiss. <laughs> I know. They make out a little bit. It's all like, you know, the noises are so eloquent. Let me ask you right now. Um, you have to choose right this second. Pacey and Joey kissing, Mr. Man Meat existing. Oh. Building something. Gonna say, I thought you were going to say Mr. Man Meat and Gail kissing. No, I don't think you've ever commented on their kissing. Just when they're about to get down. I did say that they, their baby's going to be really hot. So <laughs> Yeah, you did objectify a baby, a fetus. Yeah. Um, I would have to say Mr. Man Meat existing because it's more appropriate. <laughs> <laughs> so it's Joey and Pacey kissing. That is the I answer. I don't know. It's just so nice looking. But so is Mr. Man Meat. Yeah. They have excellent chemistry. Yeah. I wonder if they still talk. I wonder if they still kiss. Oh. So Joey and Pacey, they're kissing. 
And then Joey goes to the grocery store and that leaves. Casey Joey. goes to the grocery store. Oh, well, now that's interesting. <laughs> that's certainly one way to watch the show. Sure. By paying attention. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, what'd you say his name is? Pacey? Yeah, P-A-C-E-Y. I don't believe it. So that one dude goes to the grocery store, leaving Joey and Gretchen alone, uh, which is great because Joey does not have a big sister besides Gretchen right now, apparently. Uh, and it gives Joey a chance to talk to Gretchen about her college applications, specifically the who knows me best question. And I really like this dynamic. I like yeah. that Joey's like, I'm going to straight up just tell you about this. And Gretchen's like, I don't need you to tell me the whole backstory. I know about shapes, triangles. Um, I know why you're so stressed. What are you going to do? And tells her, like, listen, this triangle sucks, but you need to be selfish. It's some rough ADR on this, but like you need to be selfish and you need to ask Dawson. Well, she doesn't say ask Dawson. She says, don't ask Dawson. Just answer the question because they both know that Dawson is the answer. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. That is true. So it's a very unbiased. Well, it's like a disguised, unbiased answer. Yeah. But I like that. Yeah. I don't think Pace is going to like that very much. Yeah, this is going to, I have thoughts on that, but we'll get to it. <laughs> yeah, good, good. Um, uh, act two on the website, AOL.com. Again, I really miss. Yeah. yeah. I miss the interface of AOL and like chat rooms. Oh, my God. There was a chat room for everything, like every issue, topic, subject, et cetera. And the internet was so new that no one was like, I have a topic. What if... Um, the election didn't exist. It was just like, what if, hey, what's your favorite dog paw shape? Yeah. Like, really? Chat Sweet. rooms were so innocent back then. It was like, people who love the color purple, join us. And it's like, yeah, <laughs> okay. Uh, ASL. <laughs> uh, American Sign Language. Yeah, there was a lot of that going around back in the 90s. On the internet. Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, so on uh, on AOL, ja Jen has sent Jack an email with the subject line 911. That means important. He's, He's like, like deletes it. And then um, Andy comes up behind him, knowing no boundaries, and like looks over his shoulder and is like, oh, you got an email from Jen? It's like, bitch. He didn't ask you. Yeah. Um, Andy tells... Jack that she's thinking about taking the rest of the year off and heading heading off to Italy to be with their aunt because they're rich. Remember that they're rich. Yes, and now they have an aunt Georgia who lives in Florence. Convenient. Jack thinks it's just her running away, and then says that he's always pictured her as the one who wouldn't just go to the last party of senior year but throw it. No, Andy would never throw a big senior year party. Also. I just don't like his reaction in this either. Yeah. Like, I understand why it's necessary because she needs to be conflicted. But Jack's really like has a stick up his ass lately. And I'm not here for it. Very, it's very selfish. Yeah. Also, you are an 18 year old who has an opportunity to go live in Italy for six months, like rent free. Consequence free. You take it. And you get hey. excited. Hey, if you're a 17 year old listening to this, if it's your senior year and if you've gotten into Harvard and you're rich, um, sponsor us. And also, um, yeah, go to Italy. Oh, my God. Go anywhere else. Go Trust anywhere. Me. 
You will remember your trip to Italy much more than you'll remember your prom night for more way more reasons than one. Mm-hmm. For one, Italy will last longer. Oh, yeah. And that's You're- our episode. I'm giving up three high fives in your honor. Oh, my God. Yeah. Thank you. Oh, she needs to go to Italy. She needs to find herself a nice Italian fella. Um, she might come across a storyline for herself, perhaps. That would be nice for her as well, I'm sure. Do you know what happened to uh, Meredith Monroe in, re- Monroe in real life that she left the show midseason? Well, it's not even midseason. Episode eight is just like so, or seven is so random for a main character to just bounce. Yeah. Why did Meredith Monroe leave Dawson's Creek? Uh, well, first of all, according to CheatSheet.com, the stars called her, quote, amazing. Oh, good. I thought that was going to go a different way. Um, well, after Dawson's Creek, she had a recurring role on Criminal Minds. Uh, Kevin Williamson, who um, was not on the show anymore at this time, said, I wasn't thrilled with the way Andy left the show because I really love the character. And by the time she left, everyone hated her. I don't think the audience needed to turn away from her, turn against her the way she they did. That's why I wanted to bring her. Nothing. Never mind. Uh, <laughs> nothing. Never mind. Yeah, there's no like real answer. I mean, I didn't like her for a, a point either, but not enough to be like, she's got to go. Yeah, I agree. And I never didn't like her because of Meredith Monroe. She did. Meredith Monroe did Heart of Dixie. She was lovely on Heart of Dixie. So it, I I don't know. That was years later. I have a hard time believing it's like a personal problem because yeah. she was fine then. But I would imagine it's just. Six characters is a lot to. It's a lot to maintain. Yeah. And unfortunately, she kind of got the shit end of the stick. It sucks to get the shit end of the stick. Yeah. Get that handle. That's better. Totally. Uh, <laughs> at school, uh, Jen goes into Mr. Manmeat's office uh, where she, he find, she finds Mr. Manmeat, Grams, Drew's mom, Barbara, uh, and the police officer. And then when she shuts the door, oh, whoops, there's Drew, too. Drew is there because he told the group that both of them, he and Jen, are both equally at fault for giving Andy the ecstasy. This is a sociopath. Yeah, I'll, I'll just say that. And no one even listens to Jen's side of the story, which is very unfair. And even Gramps turns on her. Yeah. I had a hard time with Grams in the scene. I was like, this doesn't feel authentic. No, it was very early Dawson's Creek Grams, where she's like, you're kind of a whore, Jennifer. And this time she's like, I'm going to take this strange man's word for it that you do drugs again, even though you came from a previous background of doing drugs and being promiscuous, which is why you came to live with me in the first place. But for some reason, I am shocked that you would do this again. And then she pulls the old, I'm not mad, I'm disappointed line. Low blow, Grams. Low blow. She says she's never been in her entire life. She's never been more disappointed than anyone. I have a hard time. I have a hell of a time believing that, Grams. Grams, it's the year 2000. You're, let's say, let's just say 60 years old. So let's just say you were born in 1940. In, from 1940 in America, you've never been more disappointed that the time that your teenage granddaughter was accused, but not even like correctly Proven accused true. of yeah. giving somebody else ecstasy. 
Never? She was more upset that Bess had a black boyfriend in season one. Yeah. He was like, I've oh no. No, thank you. I'd rather have my granddaughter give someone ecstasy. (laughs) (laughs) Now she's here. She's like, no, I hate this more. (laughs) I simply despise this. That was very um, parent trap. The new or the old? Um, Both excellent. I have seen the new one more recently. Mm. Oh, okay. Yeah. (laughs) That one's really good. Will you be on my side about this? Yeah, of course. Um, What? Okay, great. Then I'm not even going to ask the question. No, you don't even have to explain it. Yeah. Um, the Parent Trap, and it it takes two. Same movie. Exact same movie. And might I even go as far as to say that It Takes Two is better? No, you're correct. You're correct. I just feel like so vindicated in a way Aww. that I needed. I really needed that in my life. Yeah. Thank you. So Jen's like, hey, now I got to do community service for this fucking future 100 person. hours. That's, That's a ex- lot. That's insane. For like not even having proof that the drug was her. Whatever. Fucking Drew. Yeah, well, I to to be fair to Drew, he is a rich white boy. Oh. So in his defense, he's probably right. Just based on that alone. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, so she's like, well, this fucking blows. So then she goes to McPhee Manor because you would think like at least, Jack's mad at her, but at least he vaguely cares about her because mm-hmm. they were best friends and oh and because um he responded to the email the 911 email that she said that's what brought her over she's like oh, well yes. you responded to the you're mad at me but you responded to the email and then she's like he's like nah dude i didn't that was andy womp womp yeah yeah because then they end up getting in like a bigger fight but i liked the scene a lot because i love what jen said to jack tell me she said what i did sucked what you're doing is even worse and I would never do this to you. And I was like, I feel that, girl. She's so right. Yeah. He's taking this a little too far, blowing things out of proportion and he really needs to fucking get over it. He needs to, if he's gonna, he's mad. Listen, he has a very traumatic past. He's got shit with his mom. His brother died not that long ago. I get it. Like Andy, Andy got, Andy's situation was really dangerous and it really scared him. Jed didn't like, Fry her little jaw open, like throw them down and then massage her neck like you do a dog <laughs> pill to make sure that she took it. Yeah. <laughs> it holds her nose to make sure she swallows it. Yeah. My God. Like she took it. Jen didn't even want her to take it. So just fucking chill, dude. Yeah. Andy's not even mad about it. Andy's like, nah, actually it was kind of lovely until the bounce house. I had a great time. And then uh, speaking of friendships that need some work. Joy heads over to Dawson's to ask the big Q. Will you write this essay for me? About me. Will you basically admit how much you are madly in love with me on paper for someone else to read and possibly um, share it with friends? (laughs) Um, And maybe make fun of it. Oh, yeah, because it's going to be like Josephine Potter is just an island of magic. In an ocean of diarrhea, you'd be so lucky to have this beautiful, talented woman. But if you take her, take me as well. Admit me as well. Cannot bear to be away from her. I will be a janitor in your school. Oh, wait, hang on. Sorry. Are you okay? Well, no, I was just thinking that that is almost verbatim what my cover letter for my application to Heart of Dixie was. (laughs) 
Uh, that was a good that was a good one. That was a kind of a slow burn joke. Thank you. I'll do anything to be in the same area as Rachel Wilson. Uh, act three. <laughs> oh, I thought it was about me. You were an excellent bonus. Yes. Well, in, in your defense, you didn't know me yet. My heart did. My heart knew there was something about the show that I needed to get to. Mm. And again, mm-hmm. I did think it was Rachel Wilson and I was correct. Um, but again, you were. An excellent You're almost bonus. as good of a friend to me as Wilson is. Wow. <laughs> Act three. Uh, Dawson is whitewashing the fence, which I learned in this episode means painting it. And um, he's thinking about the favor that Joey has asked him to write this um, paper for him or for her. And uh, Mr. Brooks is like, hey, good job painting, you idiot. Come fucking <laughs> eat lunch <laughs> with me. With me. And then he comes in and eats with them. And he's like, no, no, no. Shut the fuck up. We don't talk. It's dinner time, not talky time. Like, what an old man thing to say. Yeah, it was great. Oh, yeah, it was my favorite part. And then Dawson's like, this is fucking st- I'm just going to go outside. Yeah, he's had it. Yeah. Um. So he goes to take his lunch outside. And Mr. Brooks says, that's Dawson's problem. He does not deal with his issues. He just takes him outside. And that's why his friends never come over to help him. This guy doesn't even know Dawson. That's true. Um, but also Dawson doesn't really know him. So Dawson turns on him and is like, um, you're alone. Like, you don't have anything either. You don't, nobody comes over here. What do you want? I'm fucking, I'm a kid. You're old. You're old. I've been here about three times and no one's been here. So, so that must mean you're always alone. You're old and alone now. So. <laughs> Sucks to suck, my dude. (laughs) Uh, And that's when we learn that Mr. Brooks is alone because his brother scanned him out of money. And Dawson's reaction is just that. He's like, oh, my bad. (laughs) That sucks. That's why, like, for me at least, I just feel like if you never have money, no one can scam you out of it. More like no money, no problems. (laughs) Oh. That's what the song is. What? I can't talk today. I'm so tired. You good? No. You want to try it again? That's what the song should have been about. Then at the McPhee Manor, um, Pacey drops off Andy's homework and she tells him that she's thinking about the Italy thing. Uh, She's stuck between her dad and her brother because her dad wants her to go and her brother's like, if you don't, if you stay here, that's the only way my life will be good. If you leave, everything will be bad. And that's fucking selfish on you, Andy. (laughs) (laughs) And, And, um, she wants Pacey to be the tiebreaker. She tells him, Pacey's like, no, no, thank you. I'm not interested in this. This is, you get me for a week and then I'm going back to kissing Joey in front of Zaz. Um, <laughs> and, and he says that he actually, like he should do this. He used to make a habit out of saving her. I don't like Pacey. He says, I didn't save you. You saved yourself. Yes. The queen writes her own story. You hear that, men? In the end, she saves herself. Hmm. So what else are you going to offer us then? Guess you better figure it out. Seems like maybe you should take some time and do some thinking then. (laughs) And while you're at it, (laughs) smile. You'd be a lot prettier if you smiled. (laughs) (laughs) We don't know that for sure. (laughs) Um, At school or I don't know, somewhere. Um, Couldn't figure out what this location was. Jen and Drew are looking through their community service options. When Drew tells her, um, I, 
I, it's not the truth because I don't think he knows how to do that. But he gives her like a combination of words for why he did what he did that I think is as close to the truth as a sociopath can get. Um, he said he felt like they were growing apart after spending years away from each other and literally never, her never thinking about him once at all. Now she's like, he's like, we've grown apart and uh, we need to spend some time together. And that's why he did what he did. That's not it. <laughs> yeah. I'm not. Mm -mm. Poor Jen cannot get away from psychopaths. Henry, Drew. We should have known Drew was trouble because he spells his name D-R-U-E. Yeah. More like D-R-U-Ew. Oh. There goes another high five. Take it from the list. <laughs> 72 to go. Now you mark it with a pencil? No, I mark it by tapping my tongue like this and then just doing a check in the air. But that, it's fine. Wow. The accountants are fine with that? Yeah. Okay, good. <laughs> yeah. Okay, good. Um, um, and then, uh, anyway, so Drew sucks. Uh, back, the, back at the McPhee Manor, Andy talks to her dad about the friendship rifts in the group. And um, she's like, I don't know, do you think they could? Uh, she wants to go to Italy. She's now thinking like maybe these things could work themselves out. And um, her dad says, yes, they can definitely work themselves out. All it takes is realizing what you risk losing by letting someone go. So profound. And speaking of friendship rifts working themselves out, Dawson is returning the essay prompt to Joey. He didn't write it. He's not the one that knows her best anymore. It was the noble. It was the right thing for him to do. Yeah. Yeah. Because he could have. You could see season one version of jo of Dawson being like, I'm not the one to do it, but this is how I could win her back. Yes. Now he's like, I'm just not the one to do it. And so she gets the essay back from him and then turns to leave. And there's Pacey, which means that now she needs to talk to Pacey about the essay. Yeah. And he's all like, oh, what are you guys doing? And she's like, listen, you've been hanging out with Andy for the past week. So chill your bones. Yeah. Andy, who literally in the last episode was like, you're the love of my life. And I never should have broken up with you. She just confessed her love for him. One week ago, Dawson Creek time. And now they're like hanging out all hobnob and playing. Let's do homework together games. You know? That's a classic game. Everyone knows that game. Let's do homework together. <laughs> That's an excuse. <laughs> For what? Um, quizzes. Yeah, it's not fair. It's not fair of Pacey. Um, he, so there, it's like kind of a fight. And then at the end, Pacey's like, listen, I'm not mad. He's mad. Um, I'm not mad. I'm upset about the question because he wants to know when he gets to be the person that knows her best. Legit. Yeah. And she's all like, but Pacey, he's my past. You're my future. And like, she acts with her mouth so much. She does. She's she such does. a mouth actor. <laughs> Am I wrong? No. no. Okay. Who's this? <laughs> I don't know. I was okay. telling Brian because I was like, oh, man, I'm really tired. Like, I don't know if I want to do two episodes tonight because like I do characters and stuff. I do voices. And he was like, okay. And I was like, <laughs> the, fa the fans really like it. And he was like, okay. And I was like, do you want to hear one? He was, no. I was like, you don't want to hear. I was going to pull out Johnny for him. I think he would have been very impressed. And he was like, 
I don't want any part of hearing the voices you do on your Dawson's Creek podcast with Kim. Okay. And I was like pretty surprised, but you know what? Now I'm kind of getting it. I'm lucky he's not downstairs on the phone with a divorce lawyer. (laughs) When the Dawson's Creek live shows are paying for the kitchen demo, then what are we going to do? Then once he's going to, he's going to be like, I'm pretty surprised and I'm still not listening. Yeah. You're not getting a front row seat, buddy. I'll drop you off the Alaska Airlines theater, but I am sure shit not going in. That's for sure. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not even getting my free popcorn. Yes. You're all going to get free popcorn. We're not going to tell them what else they're getting. Definitely not. Well, free popcorn, I think, is a right. Yeah. A right? <laughs> yes. <laughs> I, think it should be, I think it should be at every American's right to have free popcorn when watching any form of entertainment. We can't give people, we can't tell people that they have a new right because it's going to get taken away. <laughs> We're taking <laughs> away too many rights to no. give out new ones. They're not fucking making popcorn in a minute. It's a right for everyone, man and women, so oh, it won't go away okay. because men get it. So it's fine. Oh, then it's sticking around. <laughs> yeah, definitely. For sure. Uh, act four. Outside of Leary's Fresh Fish, Joey's like rolling up to the restaurant. Um, as is Dawson. As is Jack. As is Pacey. As is Jen. As has Kevin. <sighs> Who's Kevin? <laughs> From uh, The Office. When Dawson, when uh, Dwight's like, everyone has had sex in this office. I've had sex in this office, as had Angela, as had Jim, as has Pam. And Kevin goes, as has Kevin. And Kevin was like, who the fuck did you have sex with? And he goes, she goes to a different school. Oh, it's such gold standard comedy. Yeah. It just does not get old. Uh, anyway, so everyone's there. Um, Andy's there. She's orchestrated the whole group setting. And... Um, Jack and Jen are there, so they argue about which of them will leave because obviously they can't even be in the same room together, even though I think Andy's paying for dinner. So like, idiots, just sit down and shut up. <laughs> just sit down and get your free meal. Uh, Jack's like, I'm leaving. Jen's like, I'm leaving. And Andy's like, I'm leaving. Oh. Boom. Roasted. Shucks <laughs> uh, about the pros and cons of leaving and says that the top of the cons list was the idea of leaving her friends. She's she's uh, not enough of a con, though. She's still going to do it. But before she leaves, she's going to fix it. She has notes thrice. Number one, um, it's not Jen's fault that she took the ecstasy. True. Number two, the triangle. Get over it. You've been lifelong friends. Friends, they're lucky as hell to have each other. Get over it. True. Number three, Jack and Jen, you guys also need to get over it. Get over it is kind of the theme of the is it, Yeah, general vibe. Uh, she says the reason that she almost stayed was the idea of Jack not having a sister around, but he's got Jen, so they need Aww. to get their shit together and be friends again. That was sweet. Yeah. I also true. love that there's not, like, this little catty jealousy with how close Jen is with Jack. Like, yeah. Andy's big enough to say, she's like a sister to you also. I don't have to be your only sister figure. So then they, they're they like, okay, fine, we'll go. You're paying? Okay, fine, we'll go. <laughs> um, and then cut to some, like, TBD time later. Joey and Pacey have my eat. Um, minute free together over the bathrooms where um, romance happens, of course. They're like waiting for someone too to get out of the stall. They have a very long conversation while they're waiting for someone to get out of the stall. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh. But it's oh so scenic and beautiful. It is. It is a good scene. I wish it hadn't happened at the bathrooms, but it is a good scene between them. Yeah, come on, bearing. <laughs> <laughs> you, do they call him by his last name? 
Sometimes, yeah. Nice. Um, Pacey apologizes for reacting like Pacey, which is his words, not mine, but um, no notes about the peer recommendation essay. Joey says the guy who reacted, the guy that Pacey reacted like is the guy that is going to know her the best in 10 years. Oh, okay. Yeah, it took me, yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, we took a couple of zigzags to get there, but it was a nice sentiment. <laughs> yeah, it was, it was. Um, and then over Sarah McLaughlin's angel. I mean, like. Everyone's fucking no, holding pups that need to be adopted. Oh, yeah, angels. Yeah, that's the song. Yeah. It's so sad. It's, she didn't die, guys. Yeah. Like, she's going to Italy for free. Yeah, she'll be back. She's yeah. walking at graduation. <laughs> we think. And she'll be insufferable when she comes back. Oh, my God. Do you, um, there's this woman on TikTok that she does all the, um, like, Kardashian PR and that kind of stuff. Do you ever see those videos? No. She's so funny, and I can't think of her name. Um, you, someone else listening to this is like, yeah, I know exactly who that is. It's probably her. She probably listens. I think she's a fan. Anyway, um, so she does like, she has a couple different like styles of video. And one of them that she does is like your worst friend that just got back from like Europe or, um, Cabo. And it's literally like the worst possible person that you think you could think of when you think of something like that. And they're having brunch and she will order like, oh, (sighs) I like, do you guys have gelato? <laughs> like she'll do the accent and everything. And then she'll be like, sorry, I was late. Like, it's so weird that we eat at like five o'clock. It's so early. I know. Right. <laughs> That's going to be Andy, though. I'm not, a a yeah. <laughs> I'm not doing a great job. Yeah. I'm not doing a great job, but you'll I'll send you one. And you'll be like, yeah, that's Andy for sure. OK. Yeah. Yeah. Um, nailed that joke. Anyway. Um, Worth it. <laughs> uh, so Jen and Jack finally talk. Jen says that she doesn't need an apology. She just needs someone to stand by her. All these teenagers are so mature and wise. Ah, that's what happens when you're on the coast, the East Coast. Yes, I know. As the voice of the tri-state area, I relate so hard to being mature. <laughs> indeed, indeed. Um, and then um, outside, Dawson finds Joey. He tells her that he never doubted how well he knew her. But he didn't do the essay because he was afraid of what would happen if he had to put it all on paper. But the offer still stands. If he wants her to do it, she will do it. And she would like him to do it still. She still wants him to write the paper, which I thought was interesting and felt right. I honestly still feel like it's a bad idea. Interesting. But uh, that's just me, though. Say more. Hold on, my mom's calling. Oh, I'll tell her to say hi. I'm just going to say, can I call you later? So they're fine. They're, uh, he's going to write the essay. Um, and then over Andy and Pacey's goodbye, Andy says that he gave her the strength to do things that she needed to do, but was too afraid. Sweet. Yeah. Um, and then finally, Jack and Andy have their brother and sister goodbye and um, off Dawson's group photo, which includes Pacey putting his arm around Dawson. Cute. Except the group photo, like everyone looks very miserable at the end of it. <laughs> <laughs> everyone's kind of like, just oh, like yeah. half no showing no teeth smiling and their <laughs> eyes are all like yeah we all just hated each other a second ago we're still getting over it if we can uh that is our episode um this episode is in memory of david dukes who um this episode of dawson's creek aired november 15th 2000 um david dukes died october 9th 2000 he was 55 years old 
After his death, a David Coleman Dukes Memorial Scholarship was established at um, University of Southern California of Theatre, USC of Theatre. That is wonderful. Yeah, it is presented yearly to, quote, a junior BA or BFA acting student who shows exemplary dedication to the craft of acting. There's also an, an annual invitational tennis tournament named in his memory. Oh, did he love tennis? He did love tennis. He must. Uh, yeah. That's cool. Yeah. yeah. 55. Thanks, thanks for the memories. Yeah, that's a that's a very young age to die. Really makes you think. Fuck yeah. I don't want to die when I'm 55. Uh, next week, season four, episode eight, The Unusual Suspects. Oh, I see what they did there. What they what? Uh, so there's a movie, it's called The Usual Suspects. Um, some talk about perverts, Kevin Spacey's in it. Um, also Kevin Pollack and other actors. And it's a, it, it was a, once considered a, a, a good movie. Sold. I'm not going to uh, watch it because Kevin Spacey, I don't want to yeah, watch it. fuck that guy. Hey, Kim. What's up, bud? If anyone really wanted some advice on how to worry the people, what do you, oh, think, my. What do you think they should do about it? Oh, please. Are you looking at beforeworryingthepeople.org is available? Site can't be reached. Hold on one more second. Wait, is it worth $20 to make dot this org or dot com. Uh, You can go to worryingthepeople.com, which will either lead to nothing or will lead you to me because I, at this moment of recording, have not quite decided yet if I'm going to buy the domain or not. Um, you can also find me, if you want to ask me about it, ask me about find, buying um, a worrisome amount of domain names like you think this will fix it um at kim moffitt on instagram and twitter at kim moffitt is here on tiktok hey zaz yes if someone wanted to talk to you about just like patience and understanding and being a, a good friend where can they find you find? sure you can reach out to at kim moffitt on Instagram no. and Twitter. I don't know why I'm all of those things. It's natural. No, I mean, I don't really understand. Um, but I'm on Instagram at Ashley Zaz. Nice. And, and the show? Nothing. Unfortunately. No, that's fucking lie. Really? It is. We have an Instagram account. It's called at Dawson's Darlings. Not Dawson's <laughs> Darlins. That's the rival account <laughs> at Dawson Darlings and um, it's like so cute you guys you'd fucking love it you know who loves it who Vice President Kamala Harris it was her idea it was her idea yeah we, were, we haven't talked about that in a while but no we haven't but we were at a brunch three of us and she was like you girls do you know what would be a good idea how long can we been at brunch <laughs> <laughs> we had just sat down oh wow yeah she was like listen i invited you guys here for this specific reason i have she was thinking about, about it this. on the drive yeah she was coming up with it while she was being driven there we were on the subway in my mind this happened in new york city i guess yeah that, that checks out that checks out okay well it can only go downhill from here so um that's what i say every morning when i wake up this is it this is the best it's gonna get 